The goal of marriage is oneness, and oneness is only achieved through intimacy. Emotional and physical intimacy go hand in hand and requires trust, vulnerability, and a heart to serve one another's needs. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen, so let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. In today's conversation, we talk about how emotional intimacy precedes physical intimacy and how sex is a gift God gave us to be enjoyed within the covenant of marriage. Enjoy the discussion. Now, this morning, we have the pleasure of being joined by Vaynert Jacobs from Family Life New Zealand to talk about emotional and physical intimacy. And I know that physical intimacy is a rather juicy topic that often isn't talked a lot about in church, but we know that the goal of marriage is oneness and that God has created physical intimacy to be a gift for a couple and emotional and physical intimacy go hand in hand. But it does require trust and vulnerability and a heart to put each other first. Yeah, that's right. Good morning, uh, Kat. Good morning, Tom. Great to be on the show. Look, um, yeah, I think we live in a culture and a time today where, you know, it's hard to look anywhere uh, without being confronted with physical intimacy, you know, sex. Mm. There's the term they use in the secular world um, called, you know, they say sex sells. And unfortunately, we live in a world where uh, it gets mentioned too much in my opinion, in the negative, uh, unhealthy context and too little uh, within its rightful context. Uh, You know, we um, obviously see in marriage that is a healthy place where, uh, you know, physical intimacy is the fruit of strong, healthy, emotional connection. Uh, We talk about it in in the sense of thinking about a fire, right? Now, if I'm walking through the house and I see a fire, uh, on my carpet, <laughs> that's a bad thing, you know, not, not a good idea. My, my house mm. might uh, burn down. Um, but if I'm walking around the house and there's a fire crackling in the fireplace, uh, that's, you know, the right context. And I think, you know, physical intimacy or, you know, sex in marriage is that exactly that. Um, it's a gift from God and it's meant to strengthen relationships and strengthen those bonds, but used outside of that context of marriage uh, we actually end up causing a lot of harm. And so when we when we think about this, and you talked about living in a world where you know it, it can often be talked about in a in a well, well you mentioned a, ne- a negative way. How do we bring these two worlds together in terms of physical intimacy and sex within marriage and and the, and the Bible? What does the Bible say about this? Yeah, good question, Tom, because I mean, the Bible is actually our first introduction to it. And it goes as far back as uh, Adam and Eve, right? When God created Adam, the Bible says, uh, Adam knew Eve, right? Uh, That's the word they used. And now the thing with with that knowing is, you know, we think about knowing as a, a mind thing, an emotional thing. And it's because it's true. It's because, you know, that early understanding of how sex was created was as a result of knowing one another. You know, we talk about it in terms of marriage. It's one of the, the human, um, the greatest human needs is to know and be known. 
And we mm. see that play out when a strong emotional bond is um, present that overflows into that physical bond of oneness, right? So that's the biblical context. It's a gift by God that was created, you know, for our pleasure within the confines of marriage. And also, you know, it's not simply to produce children. There's a whole book on that in the Bible called Song of Solomon. And, you know, it's an illustration of the type of relationship, the oneness relationship God wants to have with his His bride. So it's definitely within the right context. Um, it's not physical only. It's emotional first and physical second. The problem is, you know, outside of the context of marriage, people end up causing a lot of damage and hurt to themselves if the physical relationship is there without an emotional bond and security and lifelong commitment. Well, when it comes to married couples and working on this area of obviously increasing both emotional intimacy and physical intimacy, how would you encourage married couples to actually improve this area in their marriage? When you use your your lips, right, uh, you talk about this, first of all, the fact that uh, you know you can have a conversation, getting to know your spouse better, uh, recognizing that the two of you will have different needs, and you know marriage ultimately is designed as a as a lifelong commitment where we approach each other with a servant heart, right? So I'm not um, I'm not going to the relationship seeking what I can get from it. I'm approaching my relationship with my wife, seeking what I can give, right? And that often means putting their desires ahead of mine, right? Mm. Um, so actually knowing what their desire desires are, you know, and I'm not only talking in the physical aspect, although we want to have those discussions in the physical aspect too. Uh, there are some great resources uh, that you can, you know, check out on our website um, for more on this topic. But uh, in essence, what you want to think about is, there are emotional needs. If your emotional tank isn't filled, then the physical intimacy isn't going to be um, satisfying. And I think people often, you know, feel uh, that void in their relationship when physical intimacy is lacking or maybe not as promising as uh, they would have expected it to be. But often the, the issue doesn't lie in the physical aspect. It lies in the lack of the emotional health in the relationship. And that's something that obviously through all the tools and all the work we do at Family Life and pursuing that goal of oneness together uh, gets remedied, you know, almost automatically. And I guess having that time together to work out, you know, what areas that need to be worked on. And I guess time as well, like quality time with one another, you're going to be able to work on that emotional connection, talk about the things that you're facing together and then kind of progress a bit further. But I understand you have a a weekend away, a weekend to remember that couples can actually attend if they'd like to actually spend some time together to address some of these things. Yeah, that's right. Look, and um the, the talk specifically around intimacy at that weekend is probably one of our most loved talks. Uh, we always get the best feedback about that one in particular. Uh, but I think when couples realize they've spent this whole weekend building into the strength of their connection emotionally, it often flows out you know, into better connection physically. 
Mm. It's interesting when you talk about uh, communicating about these things, and and sometimes we find that very difficult, don't we? So uh, an opportunity perhaps to open the conversation, uh, discuss a bit more, and you know really consider uh, emotional and physical intimacy within your marriage. If you'd like to find out more about Weekend to Remember through Family Life, you can head along to their website, familylife.nz. And Vaynar Jacobs with us this morning. And once again, thank you for your time. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Kat. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and 0 being I feel totally disconnected from my partner, where would you rate yourself right now? There's probably room for growth, right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives. We can promise you it will be a weekend to remember. You may not reach a 10, but most couples leave on cloud nine. Join us on our next couples retreat. Register today at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vaynar Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another wondrous resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.